بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome to the fiqh segment We welcome one and all <coughs> and hope you're having a lovely day today Alhamdulillah Dear respected listeners Alhamdulillah uh, Over the past few weeks we've focused on quite a bit Alhamdulillah quite a bit has been covered with regard to Najasat and with regard to relieving oneself. And now we move forward. Most of the fiqh kitabs work in this fashion, where it goes from one step to the next step. And before we continue with the actual wudu now, because we spoke about relieving oneself, etc. Before we actually get to uh, cleansing oneself and making wudu, perhaps just a few minutes we can spend on... Uh, removal of najasat on our clothing etc I know that this is something that perhaps happens a lot and uh, maybe we're unsure of how exactly this should be cleaned or when will it be deemed to be uh, pure and pak so if the najasat is a type of najasat which is najasat mar'iya that najasat which can be seen for example blood and um, uh, species or our stool itself uh, this najasat can be removed by washing and obviously it must be washed at least one time or even more than this also as long as uh, we feel that now the thobe or the clothes itself is packed now sometimes blood stains etc such that it cannot um, be removed the the stain itself However, the effect of that najasat in this case, which is that blood, uh, the effect of that is gone. Uh, but maybe the stain itself is not removed completely. This will be fine as long as a person has washed it to the best of his ability. Even though there might be a stain that remains after washing. Uh, when it comes to something like najasat ghair mar'iya, the najasat ghair mar'iya is that najasat which cannot be seen. Now, if that najasat cannot be seen, for example, urine when it dries, but a person knows that there was urine, then he should try and wash it three times, and he should squeeze it after every wash. Um, and every time he washes, should be with fresh water. Other ulama have given um, uh, a little bit of leeway with regard to this, in the sense that if a person has to put the clothes into a washing machine, then the cycle in the washing machine will be deemed to be to to be enough for the removal of the najasat of this clothes, and in this way, uh, the najasat will be removed. Um, this najasat, when it is being removed from the body or the clothes, this is najasat ghair mar'iya and najasat mar'iya in the sense of najasat haqiqi, which falls under true najasat. Then. Uh, it should be a, a person should use whatever is necessary to remove this from the clothes and from the body whatever will help in the removal of the najasat should be used in the olden days they would use uh, rose water etc or vinegar to remove the najasat the effect of the najasat on the body or the clothes here too uh, we can use these very same things like rose water and vinegar and we also have quite a few other substances that are available and other chemicals that are available today on the market that can be used for the removal of all this impurity a person it is not 
uh, against Islam for a person to use these chemicals and, and these type of um, substances in order to remove the najasat from his body and clothes like soaps and washing powders etc these are fine a person can use this together in the washing machine and by means of washing it like this with detergents then the body and the clothes will be parked remember that our clothes must be parked in order for us to uh, be able to offer our ibadat for us to be able to offer our salah one of the conditions of salah is that there must be no najasat on the body itself or on the clothes for that matter one more masala and that is with regard to uh, sperm that if sperm has to get onto the clothes or the body then here also it needs to be washed off the body needs to be washed and the clothes need to be washed as well so by the washing of the clothes whether by hand or in the washing machine uh, with detergents etc then the clothes and the body will become pak by means of this washing if it dries for example and it can and, and even though you cannot be seen it must still be washed because that clothes will be deemed to be napak until it is washed so that is therefore we should uh, be very careful and try and use a sheet etc when we are having relations so that this uh, najasat or this sperm does not um, soil our bed sheets and our cloths etc etc we should try and be very careful with regard to this um, moving on now inshallah from here as we mentioned last week with regard to the different waters that can be used for the making of wudu we discussed that rain water well water spring sea or river water uh, water uh, from melting snow and all of these different types of waters from the from the tap obviously can be used for making wudu and the wudu will not be or ghusl for that matter will not be allowed with uh, following water that is all impure water uh, water that has changed its color taste and smell uh, water in which something najis has fallen that is something impure has fallen for example urine blood stool or wine um, the used and leftover water of wudu and ghusl and um, similarly the water which a cat drinks immediately after eating a rat or a mouse thus will not be permissible to make wudu uh, the water that will be permissible as we mentioned rain water well water spring sea or river water and tap water of course uh, what will necessitate a wudu before we actually go into the wudu itself a person needs to know that what will necessitate wudu what will when will he need to make or she need to make wudu so when it comes to the nawaqid of wudu or those things that nullify or invalidate or break the wudu they are called the breakers of wudu the nawaqid of wudu and these are the discharging of urine stool or coming out of anything from the private parts if any discharge from the private parts urine stool or anything else for that matter it might be wadi it might be some because of some sort of illness etc then this will break the wudu the second thing that will break wudu is the discharging of gases if a, pass, a person passes wind then this will break the wudu 
vomiting a mouthful. Number three, vomiting a mouthful. That means if a person vomits and he vomits a little bit, this will not break his wudu. But if he vomits a mouthful, this will break his wudu. To fall asleep lying down or by resting the body against something. So if a person is lying down and he falls asleep or he is resting against a wall or a pillow or anything of that sort and he falls asleep and he goes into such a sleep now where the, the limbs of the body become limp. The limbs of the body become limp. Then this will nullify the wudu. It will break the wudu. If a person is just sitting on his own and he is not, he's not leaning against anything per se, then this will not necessarily break the wudu unless um, obviously he passes wind or something of that sort in this condition. Um, a person might be in a position where, and generally this happens when a person is lying down or leaning against something, that the body becomes loose. And when the body becomes loose, that is when the possibility of passing wind, etc., becomes uh, highly likely. And in that way, a person is not sure that while he was sleeping or not, his wudu might have broken. And that is why the wudu in itself breaks. So wudu is, will be broken if a person falls asleep lying down against something, um, or lying, lying down or, or leaning against something and falling asleep. If a person faints, then, then too his wudu will break. If a person faints, then too his wudu will break due to some illness or any other reason. If a person becomes insane or goes mad, then he will become, his wudu will break. Person whilst reading salah, if he laughs aloud. If a person whilst reading salah, if he laughs aloud. Now a person might think that what, con what connection does this have with wudu itself? Say if a person has to, uh, is reading salah and he smiles, his salah will not break. If he laughs slow, uh, softly, like a giggle, then his namaz will break. But when a person laughs loudly in salah, then his namaz will break and his wudu will break together with it. This is a masla. And this is according to the Ahnaf. Uh, and lastly, the flowing of blood or matter, that is the flowing of blood or pus from any part of the body, will nullify and will break the wudu. What is the hukam and the ruling of wudu in Islam? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned the Quran Kareem Ya Ayuhaladina Amanu Ida Pumtum Ila Sadati Fagsilu Wujuhakum Wa Aidiakum Ilal Marafiki Wam Sahu Birusikum Arjulakum Ilal Kabin. That you owe you who believe when you stand for salah then you should wash your face, you should wash your hands, including your elbows, make masah of your head and wash your feet, including the ankles. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned this in the Quran Kareem. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned in the ahadith, La yaqabalullahu salata ahadikum idha ahdatha hatta yatawadda. That a person's salah will not be accepted if they are in a state 
of hadith that means if they are state or in a state of minor impurity hadith asghar is referred here hatta yatawadda until they make wudu so we can see and this is narrated in bukhari sharif and muslim sharif as well we can see that the hukam of wudu is important because without this wudu a person may not touch the quran kareem a person cannot uh, read his salah and many other ibadat itself cannot be carried out without this wudu uh, being carried out inshallah in next week we will go through the actual uh, wudu the niyat that needs to be made uh, the intention for wudu the duas before commencing the wudu etc will be discussed inshallah uh, for now we need to understand that wudu is an important important aspect and it is the key to salah as it has been mentioned that wudu is the key to salah and salah is the key to jannah so wudu is very very important uh, cleanliness is half of iman so with this in mind inshallah in the coming weeks we will discuss wudu in detail may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our efforts may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for all to understand jazakallah for tuning in and until next week wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh